Thank you, Reverend Peter, for that prayer. So here's the mic. So, so far, I've got to say that you all have been so welcoming. It feels like I've been here already before. Uh, but Tony hasn't got me here just to uh, speak to you. He's also got me here working. So I'm going to be doing some interviews. So the next person we're delighted to be able to welcome on stage is the Right Worshipful, the Lord Mayor of Westminster here today. So let's give him a warm round of applause. Angelica, thank you very much. Uh very kind introduction. I must say I'm really delighted as Lord Mayor of Westminster to be here today. It was quite heartening actually going around the room and watching all the different counties, all parts of England and Wales represented today. And uh, I'll let you into a secret. Um, I'm born and bred, as you can tell from my accent, born and bred from Liverpool. So my lovely <laughs> friends from Merseyside at the back, big wave. Hello ladies, very nice to see you. And uh, this does feel not quite, but, but it, I think it's becoming a bit of a second home, actually. So Christopher, my consort, who's on the road behind, and, and I, we, we've been here a few times this year as Norma. Um, and the last time, in fact, I was on this stage, just behind me, I was actually playing, playing a, um, a vacuum cleaner. So perhaps we'll get on to that today, Angela, <laughs> as well. Well, why don't you explain, what we, why were you playing a vacuum cleaner? That's a really good question. So every year... The Law Mayor of Westminster plays host to these wonderful American marching bands from right across North America. And they come to Westminster uh, for New Year's Day parade. Huge event. Half a million people on the streets watching them. 8,000 performers. An amazing event. And the climax of that event takes place here the following day. It was the 2nd of January. And we had a concert with some of the musicians. And there's a very interesting, he said, piece of music by a British composer called Malcolm Arnold, who wrote a piece in, I think, 1956 called Grand Grand Overture. And it's, it's one of those slightly absurd post-war pieces of music. And it was to kind of teach children about all the different things that orchest orchestras can do, not just conventional instruments like the ones behind us on the platform, but things like vacuum cleaners and a floor polisher. So there are three... <laughs> I kid you not, three vacuum cleaners and a poor floor polisher. Now, Ian, is that how you got your job? <laughs> By being able to vacuum? <laughs> well, I, I think, Angelica, you, you, it's, it's a very... It's a job with lots of variety, but probably not that skill. <laughs> how did you get the role of being the Lord Mayor of Westminster? Well, I've been uh, a local councillor here in Westminster for 16 years. And I was very honoured last year to be elected by my council colleagues to serve as first citizen yeah. of Westminster. I must say, it's been a really tremendous year. And how does that differ, you know, for me as well, from like Sadiq Khan's role of being Mayor of London, of being close in the vicinity? Yeah, that's a really good question. So, and this is where it gets a little bit complicated, but it's all to do with how, how London's governed. But we, we do have a Mayor of London who's uh, currently Sadiq Khan. Some of you might know his name. So he's the kind of executive mayor. So he runs things like the, the underground system and the big roads and keeps an eye on the police and the fire service. I am kind of the next level down, but mine is a much more historic role going way back many, many years. And um, it's very much a kind of honorary role mm -hmm. here to kind of, as I say, represent, to be the first citizen, uh, kind of like the ambassador for Westminster. So you have a year in the role, don't you? And what's been your highlight so far? Oh, Angelica, that's a really unfair question. We haven't rehearsed this. Um, <laughs> I, I think, in all, in all fairness, there are, there are so many things, but one story does stand out. Very, very early on, I went up to a local school uh, in a part of Westminster called Maida Vale, 
just nor north of Marylebone. And it was the first time I'd ever done a school visit. And uh, I was about to leave the office in my normal suit. And I said to the office, uh -uh, I want to wear my blue and gold gown. I have a very, very ornate gown because I was going to a school. Mm -hmm. So I put on the gown. There we go in the car. And it was a Friday afternoon and all the children were in their different classrooms having reading hour and all sitting cross-legged, all very, very still, very calm. And the head teacher and I went into one of the rooms. We caught the teacher's eye from the other side of the room. And uh, she gave the signal. And all the boys and girls, they swivel around on their bottoms, still cross-legged. And this little boy, who by then was right in front of me, he looked up, saw me in my blue and gold robe, and he said, oh, are you the king? <laughs> but, I mean, if I saw you in those robes, I'd think the same, because they're really elaborate and they're absolutely fantastic. But like you said, you've been a councillor for many, many years, and now you've got this role as Lord Mayor of Westminster. You must see so much, uh, and so many people with different lives and different stories. How do you get a message of hope over to them, and how do you bring hope into your own life? That's a really good question. So, well, first and foremost, extrinsically, I'm supporting two different charities that are very active here in Westminster. One is the local branch of Age UK, and I've been a trustee of Age UK for a good many years. So we're doing uh, lots of work supporting the brilliant uh, work that they do around befriending of older people. And I think combating loneliness yeah. is a really important thing, and I'm sure many people in the hall today know exactly what I mean about yeah. really important to spend time with your neighbours, whether it's just simply calling in to people, having a cup of tea, and uh, spending a bit of time of the day with them. And then the other charity I'm supporting is for younger people, mm -hmm. again, giving those people hope about their futures, particularly people from perhaps poorer backgrounds, um, and getting them into decent universities mm -hmm. or decent jobs as well. So keep giving them a bit of a, a, bit of a leg up. On a more kind of personal, reflective yeah. note, I think, I think the faith thing actually does come into it. And Chris and I spend a lot of time uh, across the road at the Abbey, uh, not least because I, I'm the current Deputy High Steward of, the, of Westminster Abbey as well, which goes alongside my Melrose Road. But putting that, that aside, I think it's just time for having a bit of reflection and uh, just, just knowing that I've got some very loving people in my life uh, who are there to support me. Uh, because actually, ironically, it can be quite a lonely thing when you're out on the public platform. Yeah. You know this as well, yeah, Angelica. Totally. Yeah, sometimes you can, people think that your life is so full and so busy that sometimes they actually forget, well, why don't we invite Angelica? Because they think that oh, everyone else is inviting. And sometimes it's those people that you really want to be engaged with that you just want, come, just give me a call or something. So, but thank you so much for talking to us. Let's give Ian a round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.